sometimes you get offers for compounding continuously. And the question is, what does that mean, continuously? It means, as far as we can tell in, in our own way of thinking, every instant that you can imagine would be compounding continuously. But calculus-wise, we have a very nice definition of compounding continuously. It's taking n to, what do you think? If we're compounding continuously, we're compounding more and more often, just at a faster and faster, um, or shorter and shorter intervals. It, I don't really want to say rate, because we're talking about an interest rate as well. But we're compounding more and more frequently, so the number of times we're compounding per year is approaching that concept of infinity. So more and more frequently we're compounding, n goes to infinity. And the question is, what does p times 1 plus r over n to the nt go to as n goes to infinity? That's the question of the hour. That's the calculus question, as opposed to what we've been doing previously in this section. I'm going to start with r equals 1. I want to make everything equal to 1 as much as possible so that I can just see what happens when n goes to infinity. So I'm going to make t equal to 1, meaning 1 year of compounding. I'm going to make my principal equal to 1 and my interest rate equal to 1. That's a great interest rate. That's like 100%, right? That is 100%. So my interest rate is going to be 1 for 100%. And then I'm going to take n to infinity. I start with 1. And the amount in the account after one year, if I have an interest rate of 1, is 2. Does that make sense? You invest, say, $1, and you get a rate of 100%. So if you compound once a year on $1, 100% interest, you're doubling your money, aren't you? So it makes sense that that would be 2. After, If you're compounding twice a year after one year, then you actually get $2 and a quarter. 2.25, and that's using n equals 2 in the formula, everything else is 1. Jumping down, because this could take a while, we're trying to get from compounding twice a year to compounding continuously, so we're trying to get to infinity. Going on a spreadsheet or using your calculator, if you make n equal to 1,000, that's compounding 1,000 times in one year, then the amount in your account is going to be approximately equal to $2.71692. Now, I know it really only makes sense to round to $2.72, but it, uh, for the purposes of figuring out what this number is going to, I went out some more decimal places. Jumping down some more, this is 1 with 8 zeros. That's 10 to the 8th power, which is almost a billion, right? 10 to the 6 is a million, 10 to the 9 is a billion. So 100 million times per year. When you put that in the formula using your calculator or a spreadsheet, you should get something like this, approximately 2.718281817866. I stopped here at 6. It could go on, uh, depending on how many decimal places you have going. Now, this number might look familiar to you. In fact, I'm hoping it does. But if it doesn't, that's all right, too. This number, 2.718 approximately, is about what I remember of something called e to the first power. So to cut to the chase, take your TI-89 or whatever calculator you have, as long as it has E in it. On the TI-89, if you hit green diamond, you'll find it, I believe, above the X key. I'm going to double check that. Yep, above the X key. Green diamond X gives you E to the power of 
parentheses, and you need to put in one. Now, this is not corresponding to n anymore. I'll show you why uh, when we get to the formula. e to the first power is approximately equal to, to get the approximation, if you just hit enter after typing in e to the one, it's going to say e back at you because it understands what e is, and you're going to say, no, no, I, I get that. I want the approximation, the actual numerical value as far as we can go for e. So then if you hit green diamond enter, it'll give you the approximation. And I got 2.718281828486. And you can verify that this is slightly bigger than what we got by plugging in 10 to the 8th or 100 million into our formula for uh, A equals 1 plus 1 over N to the nth power. So you can see they're very close. And remember what we learned in that last example, that as n gets bigger and bigger, the difference between your outputs, the amounts in the account, gets smaller. So there's not that much difference between e to the first and um, the formula a of 1 when n is 10 to the eighth. So you can see there is a similarity here, right? And people started to discover this when they were working with um, formulas like this one, 1 plus 1 over n to the nth power. So it looks like the limit as n goes to infinity of 1 plus 1 over n to the nth power equals e, e to the 1. Now, there's a more rigorous proof of this in other classes, and there's actually a very elegant proof in the book using uh, n and r and making a substitution for n o- for r over n equaling u. I'm not going to go into this now. I just wanted you to see for yourself how these numbers approach e as n approaches larger, n gets larger and larger, and approaches infinity. Now, just to verify that um, this doesn't have to work just for r equals 1, I've made a table over here for r equals 2. Now, that doesn't make a lot of sense uh, realistically because 200% interest, boy, that would be nice, right? But it's going to be useful for me to show you a formula coming up. So n equals 1 to 1,000, and then going back down to 100 million, 10 to the 8th. This time, I'm using r equals 2. So my original formula as a function of n is 1 plus 2 over n to the n times 1. I'm still using t equals 1 to simplify things. So I'm still using t equals 1, and n is going to go from 1 to as much as I can handle with my uh, graphing calculator, infinity. I'm going to use 10 to the 8th because it's it's getting close. It's not a proof, but it's, it's approximating something that I want to show you. When n is 1, a is 3. Does that make sense? If your rate is 2, 200%, divided by 1 time a year, then your base is 3 to the first power. And so that makes sense, right? If you invest $1 and you make 200% interest, then you're going to make $2 on your $1 investment. And $2 added to the $1 is 3. So it does make sense if we have a rate of 200% interest. After compounding twice a year, we have $4 in the account. 
after compounding a thousand times a year for one year, we have 7.374312, approximately. I cut this off. So approximately $7.37. That's pretty nice, right? The reason why it's going up so much is because we have a rate of 200%. But $7.37, I certainly like that kind of um, compounding. I wish my bank account did that. Going from 1,000 to 10 to the 8th, Notice there isn't a whole lot of change in the amount in the account between going from compounding 1,000 times a year to 100 million times a year. That's just like what we've seen in the previous examples. Approximately 7.389056. Now remember when the rate was 1, our value in the account was approximately equal to e to the 1? What is this number, 7.39? Would you believe that that's something uh, very close to e squared. e is almost 3, isn't it? It's 2.718. It's closer to 3 than it is to 2. And 7.4 is less than 3 squared, isn't it? So just to, again, cut to the chase, take your calculator, green diamond x to get e to the power of parentheses, plug in 2, close the parentheses, Hit green diamond enter for approximately, otherwise it's just going to tell you e squared back again. And you should get this number, 7.3890561, approximately. It goes on, depending on what your mode is set on. But you can see 7.39 to the nearest hundredth, we have the same value. So when r was 2, we have e squared. So what do you think about for any rate r, keeping t equal to 1 and the principal equal to 1, what's the limit as n goes to infinity of 1 plus r over n to the nth power? When r was 1, the limit as n went to infinity of 1 plus infinity of 1 plus r over n to the n was equal to e. When r was 2, this limit was equal to e squared. So for any r, this limit is equal to e to the r. At this point, we're almost ready to come up with a formula, a general formula for compounding continuously for principal amount invested p for t years. So remember our formula for compounding n times per year, p times 1 plus r over n to the n t. I could write that as p times parentheses 1 plus r over n to the nth power, then raised to the t power, couldn't I? If I want to compound continuously, then I want to take the limit as n goes to infinity of p times 1 plus r over n to the n, then raised to the t power. What did we just discover? We didn't prove it, but it looks like it's following a pattern about the limit as n goes to infinity of this thing inside the brackets. That we explored 
other classes, more, more advanced mathematics classes would prove it. But we explored this and we discovered that the limit as n goes to infinity of 1 plus r over n to the nth power is equal to e to the r. Outside, I still have the t power. This might look familiar to you. Most students remember the formula PERT, like the shampoo. P e to the r t. So compounding continuously the amount in the account after t years equals the principal invested times e to the r times t. Using our properties of exponents, I don't need those parentheses anymore, those brackets. And I have the amount in the account after t years. If you compound continuously with an annual rate r, the amount in the account after t years is p e to the rt.